Hey, thanks a lot for checking out this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name's Billy Newman. I'm a photographer. I'm based in Oregon in the Northwest, and uh, I try and shoot landscape stuff a lot of the time. If you've listened to this podcast before, maybe you've um, heard me talk about that. I'm sure, no doubt. But um, uh, as it goes for today, I'm going to be talking about a couple of the things that I've been working on and uh, some of the media stuff that I've been doing. I'm, I'm still doing a bunch of photo stuff right now. I'm, I'm editing through a bunch of the pictures that I took through the uh, the weekend trip up to the Mackenzie River that I talked about just uh, a couple days ago. But uh, that's been pretty interesting. And um, I really like the Mackenzie River area. You know, I think it, I talked about it last time, too, that it's, it seems to be an area that I really haven't checked out as much as I probably should have um, back, you know, in the past or in the past couple of years that I've lived here uh, in the Willamette Valley area. So it's cool. I really appreciate uh, getting to go out there and, and check out some of the hiking stuff. And it's really nice uh, right now, especially because of the really crystal clear look in the water. And I know I talked about that, but it's just amazing to see like how sharp it is or, or the, the kind of blue quality to it that you get from that fresh snow melt that comes off. Um, and um, I don't know, it's just a fantastic spot to go. But uh, it was really it was really cool going up there. There's a handful of photos that I'm trying to get through. And there's also a handful of photos that I've been uh, sitting on for a while. I think there's an image that I took um, like after a rainstorm that could pass through back in early April. And it's just a really uh, pretty kind of uh, backlit view uh, across the, a valley south of uh, the south of Eugene here as you go out. What is it? Territorial Highway? I think that's the name of it. As you go out there, there's a, a lot of kind of farmland and, and just sort of open valley land, really. It's it's not that developed, but uh, a handful of uh, of really beautiful views that you can, you can spot through there. But as a lot of things goes, it, it was just a kind of a right moment sort of thing. That the reason that I like this photo that I'm talking about, um, and just kind of the way that the, the light sort of broke up after a storm, I think is what I liked most about it. So it was kind of cool getting to, to go through and check out some of those old photos. I'm, I'm going through my Lightroom catalog and I'm trying to find, um, kind of continually, like I always talk about, but I'm trying to go through and, and sort of build up a better portfolio of images and a better portfolio of like images to go out for, uh, for social media. Or, you know, for, yes, content that I need to fill up all these channels that I've created. And um, so it's kind of an interesting challenge. I try and go through that, uh, that as much as I can. Uh, what I'm trying to do right now is I dropped Hootsuite as part of the process and I brought on Buffer um, as, as one of, the, I'm just saying words now, I suppose, but uh, as one of those other services that I can use to try and, um, I guess, put my content up and then have that go out at a scheduled time. I hear best practice is always to put it up onto the website that you're posting it to just in the first place. So maybe that's a better way to do it. But as it goes for me, I, I like doing this uh, and it makes it a lot more convenient. I mean, if you do pay attention to my podcast or, or any of my feeds, really what you'll notice as uh, as the dominant theme is that it's, um, it's um, how would I say, it's just inconsistent, right? That's uh, and that's something that I really want to try and change through the course of 2018. Is uh, what I've liked, and, and you know, sometimes with the, the sign of inconsistency in some of the uh, social media content posting stuff, is uh, ends up being a situation where I had actually something more important to do, which I guess I can't really be sad about. You know, and that's that's sort of what I was hoping uh, for at the beginning of the year. So by no means is it uh, sort of a frustration, I guess. But uh, what I hope to do is sort of follow through, I guess, with with a larger number of my commitments. So if one of those is to produce content um, for a handful of, uh, of media streams that day, then that's, I guess, what I need to try and get done. And uh, part of that's going to definitely include audio too. I've been, um, I've been really interested in um, the Alexa, well, I guess just the Alexa platform and then some of the stuff that I might be able to do trying to produce um, flash briefings for the 
um, the echo system. I, I think there's a, there's a, an echo behind me that just woke up when I said that. But um, uh, using a echo to develop a flash briefing, I think is a, kind of an interesting way to produce some audio content. I think that's something that I might be able to do in an easy way. I, or, you know, I have a lot of the equipment in, in, a, in a higher order working way than maybe a lot of people do. So there's an opportunity for me to just make a whole rundown of different uh, themes of content that I need to produce for the channel. And then uh, there'd probably be a significant amount of, um, of traction that I could get with uh, with trying to put something out there early on. You know, I wonder if you guys think about this. I'm trying to think about, you know, little silly ways to make money. And I never actually do any of them. So uh, I'm, I'm on the right path, I suppose. But uh, I was thinking about, uh, well, I was looking at the Amazon Alexa developer portal. I was going through there today, and there's a lot that you can get into, and especially if you're uh, like a skilled developer, you have a you have a background in some of the programming languages languages that uh, that you can use in the command line that Amazon has available for you. There's a, there's really a, a lot that you can do, especially a lot that you can do outside of even the Echo platform. Um, so I'm sure that there's you know there's just like an endless amount of, uh, of virtualizations that you can do uh, once you get involved with that. But for the Alexa platform, it was kind of interesting. What I was trying to do. And, you know, since I don't really have like a ton of coding, well, I don't, I don't I, because I don't have a ton of coding skill, I'm most interested in trying to put together uh, some of the flash briefing systems, which really seems like uh, you just, you, you kind of go through the system one time, which is almost really just filling out a form if you haven't done it before, but, you know, not many people have. But um, if you haven't developed a flash briefing, it was really just like filling out a form. It wasn't really a significant, or there was no code. There was no open a command line or build a file or, or, or have any kind of assets available for something in advance of, of, you know, what you would need to develop. It really isn't any of that. It's just uh, on, you know, on the website or on, wherever I'm developing my feed, there's has to be like a, a handful of stipulations met, but, but that's not really much more than what you'd have for any other kind of, um, you know, system where you're hosting and processing and serving a, an audio feed. Um, and for my circumstances, I'm not collecting any information or any payment, uh, processing. So I think it's a lot simpler of just kind of having the audio feed from RSS go into something that's, you know, pre-selected to serve that from the Alexa s system. And uh, that's kind of an interesting method of using it. I don't use the flash briefing system really as much as I thought I would. Um, and I guess kind of day to day, it's because uh, maybe it's the, like the type of content that I seem to be able to run into. It's just sort of a lot of street stuff from Wall Street Journal, and it doesn't really seem to be very relevant or or really truly what like the headline news would be. If I really needed to hear something in audio this hour, would it be that? I don't really know. So it doesn't quite seem like it, but uh, that's probably some kind of level of content issue I'm going to run into also. And maybe this is just my personal situation of it maybe not being like a, a time kind of thing that, that I'm able to do. But um, but what I'm interested in trying to do, I guess, is take advantage of the, all the people that might be trying to use their echo system a little bit more. And um, yeah, try and kind of participate in that and try and be one of the voices that is served on the echo system. I was impressed uh, a while back when we were doing some testing with the Alexa platform and uh, when we were, were checking out uh, with like the, we, we were putting together a, a, an astronomy based um, like sky watching um, Alexa flash briefing and it was kind of interesting uh, trying to put that together. I liked it a lot. Uh, see, there it goes. Alexa, stop.
<laughs> um, so uh, when I was trying to put together those flash briefings, uh, it was interesting to see the real spike in traffic that was there. And so, you know, I don't really have a draw of traffic as it is at all. I'm not sure if it was all just spam or, or some kind of weird artificial server tra traffic I was getting once I, I submitted it to Amazon. But uh, there was hundreds of, of, I don't know, markers of activity on that on that file and that feed. And uh, it, was, it was far more like uh, multiples of anything that I had seen from from the iTunes podcast system in, uh, in, in my time setting up podcasts in, in the time past. So uh, it was interesting to see just that kind of like uh, rush in of um, things or I guess people or I guess uh, I guess echo systems that had um, cued or triggered the the feed that I had. So it was kind of interesting uh, seeing some of the analytics behind that. But that's a, a part of what makes me want to get into this type of content a lot more. The other part is that I'm trying to get more into podcasting. I have, I have some other um, some other kind of podcasting uh, things that I have to be working on in the next couple of weeks and months. And so I'm really trying to get into kind of the audio side of stuff and do a little bit more of the audio editing. And, um, you know, I've been thinking about it a little bit too in terms of, I guess, I don't know what you produce in a podcast. I think this is fine and fun. And, uh, and this probably fulfills a lot of the stuff that I would listen to a podcast for, eh, you know, so, you know, thanks guys. Thanks for listening to this. I understand. I get it. But that, to talk to that point, I guess a little bit of what I mean is that, uh, uh, you need a podcast to be useful. You, you want some of the information that you're hearing for a bit of time to be, uh, to be useful or to be, you know, entertaining or somewhat informative or, uh, some kind of level of a hang. I don't know. That's what I listen to a lot of the podcasts for. I guess they're not really like hyper, hyper informational or, you know, there's not like a ton of specific data points to get to a lot. I've learned a lot. You know, it's, it's um, a type of communication platform that seems to service my learning a lot better than uh, whatever type of articulation seems to happen more clearly in an audiobook. That's a little bit harder for me to wrap into than what it is with uh, the more natural flow, pause and then pacing of a, of a of a conversation or, or just of a person, you know, talking or, or, um, trying to, trying to talk off the top of their head. Um, I guess like, uh, professors do do that or, you know, teachers would do that when someone's lecturing, which I hope this is not quite a lecture. I have nothing to teach you or nothing. There's nothing you can learn from me. That's probably, that's probably the truth. I'd, I'd try it though. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I guess for, uh, for photo stuff that's going on, well, I don't know. What was I talking about? No, it was Alexa stuff, right? I haven't even gotten the photo stuff. For the Alexa stuff, what I've done is I've produced a Billy Newman photo flash briefing uh, to go on to the Amazon Echo platform. I'm watching my words more carefully now. Um, and I'm also uh, trying to put together uh, some of the other uh, podcast ideas that I'd had in the past, something around uh, media and technology. I'm trying to put something together. Um, around astronomy and sky watching. I'm trying to put something together to, there also. And I'm also trying to figure out uh, some stuff around, I guess, photography specifically, and then um, outdoor camping travel adventure stuff specifically. So I'm going to try and find some names that, uh, that might be useful for that kind of thing. And I'm going to see if, uh, if I can try and put that together. But, um, but yeah, it'd be kind of fun. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to trying to uh, try and get some traction on uh, building out some content on the Alexa platform stuff. Now, moving on to the photo, photograph stuff that, uh, that I might have to talk about. I talked about a couple of pictures and stuff earlier. I posted a picture to Facebook. It's an image of, uh, 
of the tulip fields and a motorhome. That's uh, some of the stuff that you're going to be getting uh, here in the next few days because uh, that's what I had been working on. It's kind of a, a cooler commercial project that I put together, and it's really one that I'm uh, more proud of now than, uh, or, you know, I, uh, I don't know how that goes. It's just uh, the, the way that you work on photographs evolves over time. And uh, if you're doing it right, I guess, you would hope that, uh, that the current projects you're working the hardest on are the ones that are coming out the best. I guess that means you're, you know, you're kind of growing or evolving over time. And I do like these. Yeah, I think it was really cool. And I, and I really uh, I really like the way that these images sort of represent the area and the, the things, the people and stuff. Uh, I think a lot more than the way that I like even the really nice images that I had made in that same format a few years ago at that tulip field with the motorhome. So I thought it was a cool opportunity to get uh, to get some chances to, to build that out. There's a handful of problems that I ran into on that. Part of those are related to the Sony camera. Part of those problems I got into on that last podcast. But, uh, but all in all that said, the news of that is I'm going to sell this Sony camera. And I'm going to sell it off in parts. I'm going to try and get as much cash for it as I can. And I'm going to try and move on to another professional body system. Um, for uh, for camera capture, but uh, I think I'm looking at a Canon 5D Mark III. This is an older camera. It might even be an older camera body than the 2013 made A7R that I'm currently photographing things with. Um, so I'm trying I'm trying to sell this A7R off, and then I'm going to try and uh, and slide into uh, a Canon 5D Mark III. I think part of that is because I'm I'm trying to do more. What am I trying to, I don't know. I don't have a great reason for this. You could use a Sony camera for this in a lot of ways. There's absolute lackings that my camera has for what I want to do with it. And I'm uh, set up to do a handful of weddings this year. And what I really noticed about the Sony system is that it's just really not functional for um, professional capacity wedding photography. That's what I believe. Uh, really interesting stuff for low light, really interesting stuff for like a carrier on camera. All these problems have been addressed in later iterations of this camera. But uh, for me, for what I have and for the breadth of lenses I have available to me, it seems more financially viable and reasonable and interesting and, you know, just sort of experimental adventures to move on from Sony and to go check out uh, some Canon stuff, which is the camera manufacturer of which I have not partaken of yet in uh, in my adventure and expedition of learning how to be a photographer. So, uh, so that'll be kind of an interesting way to go about it. I like the idea of uh, taking the camera, using it for a year, you know, or using the body for a year and then trying to sell it off. But, uh, but I think it'll be a good value to try and jump into something like that, um, that other camera, um, and try and, um, try and use it as a workhorse for a while over the summer so I can, uh, build some photographs out, uh, and still build like video out and, and, you know, build some other things out. But, um, but I don't know, I'm, I'm learning a little bit more about renting equipment too. And, and sort of, um, if I have such a difficulty as I've maybe mentioned before, uh, trying to, um, satisfy my wants to be working with the highest level camera equipment that's available, you know, like if, um, I, I don't have an 85 millimeter one four and a nice camera body or a, a current generation digital camera body to build my work with. I just, I don't have that around for me. So I have, uh, you know, sort of some, some level of, uh, sort of lower quality by, by much love or many levels of lower quality or much cheaper, at least, uh, uh, equipment to, to do any of the level, any of the kind of work I've had with. And so I, I there is really at a professional level, there really is like a, a whatever, whatever reason would cause someone to spend a hundred dollars for a 50 millimeter lens and then spend $1,500 for a 50 millimeter lens. 
it's that value difference there that uh, ends up starting to represent itself to me when uh, when I'm trying to work with some of this equipment. So I've been trying to think of that. And since one of those is not achievable for me, I'll let you guess which one, the cheap one or the inexpensive one. Um, I'm starting to think about uh, making it available to me by renting it at a cheaper price or at least renting some of the components for myself for shorter periods of time at a cheaper price. You know, one of the drawbacks that I ran into, I think I, I bought a lens, maybe a wide angle lens, maybe for somewhere around, let's say $400. And uh, then when I sold the lens a year later, some months later, I don't know, it depreciated uh, an amount and I hadn't really used it for that many things. And I was thinking, oh, you know what? I wonder if if I could have just rented a, a wide angle lens like this that that one time I went on that long camping trip and then that other time I went on that, that trip to do that thing that I needed the wide angle lens for, for the astrophotography or whatever it was. And I didn't really shoot with it that whole winter. There, you know, there's, there, there's a handful of things I did. It was cool. There's a lot you can learn with something when you do own it. And that's definitely why I prefer that. But um, I guess just as it goes for some sort of specific telephoto that I might need for a certain type of uh, job, I, I really would probably not grab for that day in and day out with the work that I do. And so I guess sort of uh, thinking about those sort of things, I'm trying to get to a position where I could be a little bit more, um, a little bit more flexible with the camera I have. Maybe I would have like, uh, maybe I just buy lenses now. I don't know. And then I just rent camera bodies when I need it. That sounds crazy. I would lose a ton of money if I did that. Ah, what am I thinking? I don't know. These are just ideas, guys. Who knows? Or folks. I don't know who's listening. Um, Let's see. So that's probably most of the uh, super interesting stuff that I have to talk about on uh, on this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. I know you can always check out more of my stuff at Instagram. That's Billy Newman, at Billy Newman. It's at Billy Newman on uh, Twitter and on a few other things. There's a, there's a few other imposters out there that are Billy Newmans, um, but uh, no need to talk about them. Let's talk about me. Uh, you can check out my stuff at BillyNewmanPhoto.com. You can also check out some of the... Um, flash briefings that I'm putting together on the Amazon Echo system. I think you can look for um, maybe the Billy Newman photo flash briefing. I think you have to use the app or something to do that. You can't just ask it yet. Uh, and then Night Sky 365 flash briefing. That's the other one I'm trying to try to bring in for some uh, sky watching astronomy news. Um, but yeah, thanks a lot for checking out this podcast from BillyNewmanPhoto.com. Have a good day.